G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, don't know whether you've noticed, but when you're standing around the water cooler at work and you start to talk about Christian things, or if you're at that dinner party and something comes up and you say, this is my opportunity to make a stand for Christ and deliver a biblical position on whatever topic you might be talking about, sometimes you can be in the firing line of people who are critical of you. And so you find yourself in the midst of controversy. Well, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch has been writing about controversy this week, and Bill's back with us for another Culture Watch segment. Hello, Bill. Welcome back. Great to be back. Bill, doesn't take much these days for you to find yourself in the midst of controversy, and you can either try and hide from it, or you can face it head on. Uh, what are your thoughts about the growing nature of finding ourselves in controversial situations? Yes, well, good point you raise. We do live in an age of, of late that, uh, well, everybody seems to be a an offended little snowflake. They easily take offense. They easily get upset about the slightest thing. So that in itself is a whole discussion we could have, why so many people are just afraid to open their mouth because so many others are just going to, you know, take offense and get all bent out of shape. So, um, uh, but as a Christian, as you introduced in your discussion, uh, look, it, it goes with the territory. I just think it's impossible not to be controversial if, A, you're a true Christian, and B, you actually try to share your faith anywhere. Even, you know, what do you think as a Christian about marriage? You know, if you're asked something like that, your answer is bound to be controversial. If somebody talks about, oh, I've been looking at Hinduism or Buddhism, and they ask you what you think, again, whatever you say, if it's halfway biblical, it's going to be controversial. So we cannot avoid controversy. It goes with the territory. It's part of our job description. And simply reading, well, the New Testament, wherever Jesus went, the early disciples went, they were always getting into controversy, always causing trouble, always stirring things up. It wasn't their intention to deliberately cause trouble, but it's just the nature of the beast. When you share truth, those who don't like truth uh, are going to get upset. Okay, Bill, let me put you under a bit of pressure here, because you can avoid controversy and stay out of things altogether, keep your mouth shut. Yep. Or when you find yourself into the controversy, you've got a choice or two. You can either become defensive mm. or you can go on the attack. Uh, what sort of position do you think you ought to take? Yeah, good question. Uh, probably I should even preface that by saying sometimes uh, we can and rightly should avoid controversy. Uh, there's always two extremes to these matters. Some people are always looking for a fight. They're always pugilistic. They're always out to uh, rock the boat unnecessarily as Christians, whereas others never want to open their mouth, never want to rock the boat because they're afraid of what people will think. So uh, 
with that in mind, yeah, we have to follow the biblical example. Uh, there's a lot of verses about this, actually. You know, we're told to speak the truth in love. Uh, we're told to always be ready to give a reason for the hope that lies in us, as Peter says. And it, he goes on to say, do it with gentleness and respect. So, yeah, it, it's always that kind of tough biblical balancing act that we find so often. Uh, truth by its nature is going to be offensive. Truth by its nature, to those who don't like it, is going to cause people to get bent out of shape. Yet somehow we're called to share truth in a gentle and a winsome and a loving and a wise manner, uh, you know, seeking not just to win an argument, but really to win the person. So uh, it's, well, you always need prayer, obviously, when you go into these things, whether you're talking over the fence to your next-door neighbor posting something controversial on uh, Facebook, uh, whatever circumstance you're in, uh, you'll need grace, you'll need wisdom, love, prayer, as you share truth. And, uh, you know, it's something we learn and hopefully get better at over time. Sometimes it's tempting to want to keep the peace and yep. you position yourself so that you somehow or other try to achieve some level of harmony. And I can't help but think bringing in the political uh, illustration of the Donald Trump method of diplomacy, which is uh, go in all guns blazing, uh, cause all sorts of upsets, uh, pull out of all sorts of agreements, uh, let the hornet's nest uh, just go into overdrive, and then when the dust begins to settle, go in and do the deal. Uh, I mean, uh, what are your thoughts, Bill? I mean, uh, I'm not sure that's a necessarily a Christian illustration, but, uh, but there is some sense in not being afraid of ruffling a few feathers. Yeah, well, look, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily hold him up as our prime example here of Christians in controversy, but uh, sometimes there can indeed be a place where we set aside fear of man and set aside our, our, you know, worries about, oh, am I going to offend somebody? And sometimes you have to be bold and brave in proclaiming truth. Uh, you know, you have to be forthright. You have to just stand up and speak truth, regardless of the controversy and the uh, reaction that you're probably going to get. And we, we find examples of that in Scripture. Uh, no question. People very boldly, whether Old Testament prophets, New Testament disciples. Uh, in fact, uh, several times at least in the book of Acts, we read when the early disciples uh, boldly proclaimed Christ, they caused a riot in the city. You know, the whole city was turned into an uproar, and rioting took place, and they wanted to kill the disciples. So, uh, you know, you might say these were early Trump-type uh, figures, at least in those situations where they were not afraid at all to ruffle feathers. Bill, we know that you have an extensive library of wonderful books by Christian writers who've addressed a lot of different issues. You make reference to one writer, Ian Murray, in his book Evangelical Holiness, where he devotes a chapter to the benefits and dangers of controversy. What sort of wisdom did he deliver? Yeah, it's quite a good book. I actually just picked it up recently, I think, uh, give Ku Rong a plug for, I think, where I got it. Uh, he's written a lot of good biographies and books on revival and things, so this is just a collection of some of his uh, talks he's given, including, as you say, this chapter on controversy. So that fit in very well, indeed, uh, as I was writing my piece on controversy, and I think it was quite good. 
he begins that chapter by quoting another famous uh, Christian leader in America, J. Gresham Machen, who uh, basically said, look, if you want to avoid controversy, uh, you know, you better start reading your New Testament. Your New Testament, as I just said, wherever you look there, uh, controversy erupts. Uh, almost, you know, even if you're not trying to be controversial, it's going to happen. And then he goes on to say, look, there are benefits, advantages of controversy, uh, obviously clarifying and promoting truth. That's a huge benefit. But what I did also like in the chapter, he has a number of um, reasons why uh, controversy can be dangerous and harmful. So, again, he's asking for biblical balance. He reminds us that there's a lot of issues we don't need to go to war over. You know, there's a lot of secondary issues, types of worship, uh, you know, various views of eschatology and so on. We can actually agree to disagree. We don't have to go to war. Uh, just the other day, I saw some amazing uh, post by some guy who was going on and on about, you know, if you're a, uh, anti-abortion, you should also be a vegetarian. It's it's terrible to kill animals and eat meat. And I thought, oh, good grief, he's making a big stink about this. Uh, if that's your preference to be a vegetarian, that's fine. But you don't go to war over it. You don't make it a matter of uh, orthodoxy. So... Um, uh, Murray, I think, does a good job of saying, look, a lot of issues you don't need to uh, go to a major battleground over, and we have to be careful. Often there's a lot of flesh. You know, the old man that's uh, coming out here, It's you know, we think we're defending the truth, and really we may just be a grumpy old man. So I think he gives a really good balanced view about, yes, sometimes absolutely need to stand up, proclaim truth, even if it makes you quite controversial, but let's be cautious, let's be careful, prayerful. Not all the times do we have to open our mouth, and sometimes it's wise and prudent just to uh, maybe let some uh, issues go to the keeper. Sometimes you don't have a choice whether you're in the controversy, but I can hear you say that if you are going to intentionally involve yourself in a controversy, uh, you could employ some of those points you're talking about. And uh, let me just uh, read the ones that I've picked up here. The danger of Christians not recognizing when serious controversy is justified and when it's not. Or another one, the danger of being distracted from what is of first importance. It's all very well to involve yourself in a controversy, but it might be over something meaningless. If you're going to be involved... Perhaps you ought to choose your controversies wisely so that at least there's some ground made if you're going to engage. Yeah, absolutely. As we said, things like the social media, Facebook, that's, that's, talk about a wide-open battleground. People are fighting there all the time on any number of issues. And, of course, a wise Christian over the years will learn to, as you say, choose your battles carefully. So many times I feel like, uh, you know, responding to something I see on Facebook, which I think is just ridiculous by some other Christian. But God gives me a check in the spirit and says, all right, come on now, you don't have to reply to everything. Uh, sometimes just give them some grace, cut them some slack, you know, or maybe send them a, a private message if it's something that does need a bit of correction. But, yeah, simply learning when to speak and when to stay silent, that's an important lesson I think we all need to develop. And, uh, in fact, in my article, I think at the end I mentioned, well, look, I've, I've got it wrong often in the past. Often I've been, 
you know, sometimes I've spoken up when I shouldn't have. Maybe other times I should have spoken up, but I didn't. Uh, sometimes I've been ungracious and unloving as I, you know, seek to stand up for truth. So I actually ask for uh, forgiveness in that piece. I'm, I'm still a work in progress here, and we all are, I think, getting it right in terms of controversy, when to speak, what to speak on about, how to speak, and so on. Even the timing can be important. So we all have a ways to go yet. We don't shun controversy. We don't necessarily try to make controversy, but somewhere in between there is that biblical balance. We are people who are works in progress, and as you say, controversies won't go away, but how we deal with them makes all the difference. I'll point Mm. people to this latest article that you've written, or one of the latest ones, and there are new articles appearing all the time. This one's simply entitled Controversy. You can find it when you go online at billmuhlenberg.com or simply Google Culture Watch. Bill Muhlenberg, always enjoy our catch-up for a Friday. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks again. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.